Welcome to the Tipping Point Show. I'm Jimmy Evans. I'm so glad that you've joined me today. I'm talking today about God's war with Iran. Trouble is brewing in the Middle East. There are two major prophecies about what's about to happen in Iran. Before I get to that, let me just remind you that we have our Tipping Point Prophecy Conference coming up on September 17th at Fellowship Church right here in the DFW, DFW Metroplex, five minutes north of DFW Airport. We would love to have you be a part of it. It's going to be September 17th. That is a Saturday from 9 to 530. We have Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, Greg Laurie, Dr. Mark Hitchcock, Billy Crone, uh, Ed Young, myself, teaching that day, and it's going to be an all-day event. We would love to have you be a part of it, and uh, we, we're filling up quickly. We have a discount for all of our uh, YouTube viewers. It's uh, times 20 and that is the code. Just go to uh, conference.endtimes.com and put in there times 20 It's $99 for the conference, but you get a 20% discount is $49 for the live stream. If you want to live stream it and stay home or have, have a group of your church watch it, it's going to be $49, but you get 20% off that. And so we would love to have you be a part of the conference. And by the way, if you're coming in person, you can buy as many tickets as you want to with your discount. So bring your spouse, bring friends, bring a group from your church. We would love to see you there. It's going to be a great day. And so let me get into this teaching, uh, and that is... There, is a, there are two coming wars with Iran, and it's God's war with Iran. God hates the leadership of Iran. God loves the people. The, the greatest revival in the world is going on in Iran. There are millions and millions of believers now in Iran. It's very exciting what's going on over there in the, in the midst of all the oppression, and the Lord is appearing to people. The Lord is supernaturally appearing to people in Iran. You know, you can kick evangelists out. You can't keep Jesus out. And so the Lord has been appearing to people, but Iran has vowed for the destruction of Israel. Now, this has been going on for many years, but now they have a nuclear weapon or they're close to getting a nuclear weapon to destroy Israel. And, in the, and, and they said for years now that, oh, you know, we're not trying to get a nuclear uh, power for the sake of, of weapons. We just want nuclear power. Now, in the last few weeks, they have been vowing to build a nuclear bomb and destroy Israel and the United States. And let me just say something, they will hit the United States also. And so this is a this is a very open threat and they've openly defied the world as it has sought to hold them accountable for their state sponsor of terrorism against Israel and others and for their nuclear program. So the International Atomic Energy Agency, uh, they have defied them, they turned the cameras off that were holding them accountable and now we see nations in the world again negotiating with Iran to make a nuclear deal, return to the 2015 nuclear deal. And now America is, is, is not is on board with this as some other countries are. Thankfully, Israel is begging America and the European nations not to enter into this agreement. They're begging them not to let Iran have this nuclear power because the deal that they're working on gives Iran legal nuclear power within a couple of years. So it's, it's, it's a nightmare. And so this is why God hates the leaders of Iran. The, the millions of believers in Iran are being severely persecuted. Of course, they're a Muslim nation. They have zero tolerance for Christianity. And so God loves the people of Iran. The Iranian people are wonderful, and they're Persian people. They're not Arab, they're Persian. But God has vowed twice in the Bible that in the last days, he's going to destroy Iran. 
And so I want to talk about these two prophecies. The first prophecy is concerning the destruction of Iran, specifically the area of Elam. And this is Jeremiah 49. It says, The word of the Lord that came to Jeremiah the prophet against Elam in the beginning of the reign of Zedekiah, king of Judah, saying, Thus says the Lord of hosts, Behold, I will break the bow of Elam, the foremost of their might. Against Elam I will bring the four winds from the four corners of heaven and scatter them toward all those winds. There shall be no nations where the outcast of Elam will not go. For I will cause Elam to be dismayed before their enemies and before those who seek their life. I will bring disaster upon them. My fierce anger, says the Lord, and I will send the sword after them until I have consumed them. I will set my throne in Elam and I will destroy from there the king and the princes, says the Lord. But it shall come to pass in the latter days that I will bring back the captives of Elam, says the Lord. So the last sentence there tells you this is an end time prophecy. When the, uh, the Old Testament says latter days, it means the end times. And so let me show you where Elam is so that you'll know. Now, this, it's a part of Iran, but it's smaller than Iran. And so on this map here, and you see, now Iran is Persia, by the way. Uh, they changed the name in 1935 to Iran. But here's Elam right here. Elam, this is all Iran right here. This is Tehran right here. And so Elam is right here. It's right next to the Persian Gulf. And you see here the Bushehr nuclear power plant. This is a very strategic area of Iran as it relates to their nuclear program. And so this is Elam. Elam occurs, by the way, in Genesis chapter 10. And so Elam predates Persia. But this specific prophecy is concerning Elam. Now let me show you a couple of books here. There's a man, a man named Bill Salas. I'm going to get him on the program here. We'll try to. He's written a couple of books. The first book is called Nuclear Showdown with Iran. That's an older book. But it's got great information in it. And this is now a more recent book called The Now Prophecies. And these are the prophecies that Bill Salas believes are going to happen now in this period of time. And it says disaster in Iran, uh, destruction of Damascus, decline of America, the final Arab-Israeli war. So he's talking about Elam and what I'm talking about right now. Now, according to Bill Salas and The Now Prophecies, in this text that we just read, God says, I will seven times. Now, seven is the number of God. It's the number of perfection. And so in this text, God makes seven statements about what he's going to do related to Elam. And I just want to say, God hates the leaders of Iran. They are rabidly against Israel. They're rabidly against the United States. They have vowed to destroy Israel. And so this is who God is talking to. So here are the seven things that God says he's going to do there uh, in, in this text. The first I will is the Lord will break the bow of Elam at the foremost of their might. And so it's interesting that right now that uh, Iran is at the foremost of their might. Now a bow is a launcher. You talk about a bow and an arrow, but the Lord doesn't mention an arrow there. He's talking about the launcher, that the Lord is going to break their bow at the foremost of their might. Now that would be now or around this period of time. The second I will is the Lord will gather the four winds from the four quarters of heaven. And it says there will not be a nation on the earth where the residents of Elam are not scattered. Now, this is very interesting. This has never happened, by the way, in world history. There won't be a nation. Did you know, again, this is according to Bill Salas, the believers in Iran know this prophecy and they are excited about this prophecy happening 
because they want to go into all the world and preach the gospel. Now, isn't that an amazing thing? In other words, they're not acting like victims that they're gonna get bombed and maybe die. They're saying, we want the Lord to bring this to pass so we can be scattered into all the world and tell everybody about Jesus. Now, that's an incredible thing. Number three, the Lord will cause Iran to be dismayed. This is the third I will. I will cause them to be dismayed. What this means is he's going to humiliate them in front of their enemies. Remember Saddam Hussein, for those of you who are old enough, and Saddam Hussein said, I'm going to destroy you, you know, you'll all this kind of stuff. And he you know, was against Israel, you know, sit, uh, launched missiles against Israel, and they were destroyed in a matter of days, a matter of hours. And so Iran has blustered. They have, you know, boasted about their might and how they're going to destroy everyone. The Lord's going to humiliate them, and specifically in front of Israel, they'll be humiliated. The fourth I will is the Lord will create a disaster inside Iran, specifically the territory of ancient Elam. Now, this obviously is going to be something nuclear. It says, in other words, this area is going to be cleansed of people. They're going to go all over the world. Now, if the Israel bombs Iran, which they will, I believe, if Israel bombs Iran and they bomb the Boucher nuclear site and other nuclear sites, that would be uninhabitable. Now, the Saudi area, the, the Persian Gulf there and the Saudis and other nations there in the Persian area, they're concerned because the desalinization plants, the number one area in the world where there are desalinization plants are in the, the Arabian Peninsula because that's their drinking water. They take water from the Persian Gulf and they desalinize it and they drink that water. And so that area, they're very concerned. By the way, uh, Saudi Arabia and many of the, the Persian nations, they're, they're avowed enemies with Iran. They hate Iran because the Saudis are Sunni, but the uh, Iranians are Shia. And they have an argument about who the legitimate heir after Muhammad was. And so and they hate each other. And so all of this area over there, they're concerned. They want to see Iran neutralized, but they're afraid if there's a nuclear incident, it could affect them and their drinking water and that, that Iran could retaliate against them. So there's going to be something happen that is going to cause all the, that area to be cleansed, to, to be uh, uninhabitable. Okay, number five. The Lord will send the sword after the Iranians, which just means he's going to keep after them until they're utterly destroyed. Number six, the Lord will destroy the Iranian leadership. He talked about kings and princes there. He's going to destroy them. This is who he's after, is the evil Iranian leadership, and they're evil to the core. Number seven, the Lord will restore the affected territory. And it says in the latter days, he's going to bring the, the dispersed back to that area of Elam. And that could be the millennium or whenever, because again, many of those people are believers. And so I believe that Israel is about to bomb Iran. I just don't think there's any doubt about it. And so they've put $5 billion in their budget this year to bomb Iran. They had their massive operation called Chariots of Fire, where they brought all of the, the different uh, departments of their military and, and areas of their military together, had this massive drill not only to bomb Iran, but to protect their borders after it was over with because they know what's going to happen. And so there is an international knowledge that Iran is very, very close to a nuclear weapon. Now, Israel knows exactly where they are because they have all kinds of spies in there in Iran and also in their nuclear program. And so here's a map of the Middle East. Now, I showed you the map of Elam. Here's a map of the Middle East. And I just want to show you the nature of this. Now, again, this is where Elam is. It's in the southern area of Iran right here. 
Okay, here's Israel. This is tiny, tiny little nation here. This is Israel. Now I want you to watch here. Now, Azerbaijan is right here. Now, Israel has a very strong relationship with Azerbaijan. And some people have said that Israel could locate fighter planes in Azerbaijan and make a quick strike from here. Okay. But most people believe that Israel will attack either across Jordan and Iraq. They end up in Elam. If, if they leave here, look where they go. They go right straight to Elam. Or some people have also said, and this has been in the news, that Saudi Arabia has given Israel permission to fly over their air airspace to bomb Iran. Look what happens. If Israel goes from Elat here over the Red Sea and then turns and goes over Saudi Arabia, they go directly to Elam. Okay. And so my belief is they will bomb uh, Iran soon and especially the area of Elam. I believe it's going to be the fulfillment there of Jeremiah 49. And so that's something that, again, uh, Bill Salas, a very good guy, very good teacher and writer on the end times, he believes this is a now prophecy. And so do I. The second prophecy that you've probably heard me talk about if you've listened to me very much is the Ezekiel 38 and 39 prophecy about Gog and Magog. But Persia is here. Iran is Persia. And so Iran is a, a part of the Gog-Magog coalition. Now listen to the words of the Lord uh, in Ezekiel 38. The Lord, word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, set your face against Gog of the land of Magog, the prince of Rosh, Meshach, and Tubal, and prophesy against him and say, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I am against you, O Gog, the prince of Rosh, Meshach, and Tubal, and I will turn you around, put hooks in your jaws, and lead you out with all your army, horses and horsemen, all splendidly clothed, a great company with bucklers and shields, all of them handling swords. Persia, there's Iran, Ethiopia and Libya are with him, all of them with shield and helmet. Gomer and all of his troops, the house of Togarma from the far north and all of his troops, many people are with you. Prepare yourselves and be ready, you and all your companies that are gathered about you, and be a guard for them. After many days you will be visited. In the latter years, again, there's the word, the words, latter years, you will come into the land of those brought back from the sword and gathered from many people on the mountains of Israel, which had long been desolate. They were brought out of the nations and now all of them dwell safely. You will ascend coming like a storm, covering the land like a cloud, you and all your troops and many peoples with you. Thus says the Lord God, on that day it shall come to pass that thoughts will arise in your mind and you will make an evil plan. You will say, I will go up against a land of unwalled villages. I will go against a peaceful people who dwell safely, all of them dwelling without walls and ha having neither gates nor bars nor gates, to take plunder, to take booty, to stretch out your hand against the waste places that are again inhabited and against a people gathered from the nations who have acquired livestock and goods who dwell in the midst of the land. Now, this has to be today, and, and there are several reasons for that. And it says that these, Israel has been gathered from many nations. Well, the first time that Israel lost their land was in the Babylonian captivity. And they only went to Babylon, came back from Babylon. But the second time they lost their nation was in AD 70 when the Romans defeated them and they were scattered around the world. And it says they have been brought back from the nations of the world and this is gonna happen in the latter days. And so Israel now is dwelling securely. And that's a relative statement, but Israel's very powerful. They're as secure today as they've ever been. And so, and they're very prosperous. 32 trillion cubic feet of natural gas plus all the other riches that they have and oil. And so Russia is after the oil and the gas. Iran, it says that they come for two reasons. 
they come for booty, but they also come to stretch out their hand against the waste places that are again inhabited. And so Russia is coming for the booty because again, they have shut off Europe. Europe is shutting them off. They don't want to be dependent on Russia for their natural gas and oil. And now they're turning to Israel and Israel's becoming the supplier of natural gas to the European continent and Russia absolutely hates it. In the last year, Russia and Israel have become enemies again, and there's a lot of hostility there. And so God's response, this war is prophesied. It's the, it really, it's one of the most clear prophecies in the entire Bible. This is gonna be Russia, uh, Gog, Magog. And by the way, it says, I'm against you, O Gog. Gog is a person. Vladimir Putin fits the bill right now of someone that God is against and some, someone who's very evil and someone who's also very aggressive. But Persia is Iran. It's going to be Russia, Iran, Turkey, Togarma. Now, some people say Gomer is Germany. That could be. But Turkey, a lot of the nations mentioned there Turkey. Then you have Northern Africa. You have Libya, the Sudan, possibly Ethiopia, uh, possibly Tunisia, and some of those nations there. These are all Muslim nations. The only, the only nation there that's not Muslim is Russia. And so you have this coalition of nations, and Persia was the first nation mentioned there after it talked about Gog and Magog. And so the God has vowed that there's going to be a hook that's put in their jaw. This is a provocation. A hook was a donkey hook. A donkey didn't want to go where you wanted it to go. And the owner of that donkey would reach out and put a hook in their jaw and drag them around. So what God is saying here is, this isn't up to you. I'm not waiting on you. I'm going to provoke you and I'm going to drag all of you down to the mountains of Israel and I'm going to destroy you there. This is Ezekiel 38, beginning with verse 18. It will come to pass at the same time when God comes against the land of Israel, says the Lord, that my fury will show in my face for in my jealousy and in the fire of my wrath, I have spoken. Surely in that day, there shall be a great earthquake in the land of Israel so that the fish of the sea, the birds of the heavens, the beasts of the field, all creeping things that creep on the earth and all men who are on the face of the earth shall shake at my presence. The mountains shall be thrown down. The steep places shall fall. Every wall shall fall to the ground. I will call for a sword against Gog throughout all my mountains, says the Lord God. Every man's sword will be against his brother. And I will bring judgment with pestilence and bloodshed. I will rain down on him and his troops. And on the many peoples who are with him, flooding rain, great hailstones, fire and brimstone. Thus I will magnify myself and sanctify myself. And I will be known in the eyes of many nations. They shall know that I am the Lord. Now, it goes on to say that it will take seven months to bury the dead. It will take seven years to clean up the debris. Now, this is one of the reasons that I don't believe that this is a tribulation event. Um, because if it were a tribulation event, maybe in the middle of the tribulation, as, as some say, some suggest, they may be right, is you would be cleaning up debris in the millennium. And I just, maybe that's true, but I don't say that's true. I believe that the Elam war will be very likely the provocation for Gog and Magog. Imagine this right now. Imagine in the next month or two or three that Israel knows for sure that Iran has a nuclear weapon. They're, they're not going to sit on their heels while Iran gets a nuclear weapon. They have vowed, the leadership of Israel has vowed by any cost, no matter the cost, we will not allow uh, Iran to get a nuclear weapon. But let's just say in the near future that Israel knows Iran is either almost there or there, and they bomb Elam. 
they come and they bomb Iran, maybe beyond Elam, but in the process of bombing Elam, there's a nuclear disaster in that area is desolated, okay? And the people there are scattered around the world the way that it says. Well, first of all, Russia has warned the United States and Israel many times that if they bomb Iran, Iran is a very close partner with China and Russia, if they bomb them, that there are gonna be devastating consequences for that. Well, again, when Israel had their chariots of fire exercises of bombing Iran, part of that exercise was defending their borders because they know that Hamas, Hezbollah, Islamic Jihad, all of these people and Iran, Russia, that are all on the northern border of Israel right now. I'm just telling you, I never thought in my lifetime I would see the world set up the way that it is right now, where you have Russia and Syria and Turkey and Iran all on the northern border of Israel, ready right now to invade if, that, if it came down to it. So my, God is gonna destroy Iran. There is a, there's, a, there's trouble brewing between God and Iran. We know that God's gonna win. We know that God's gonna do exactly what he said. All the other prophecies that have come true, these prophecies are gonna come true. And there's going to be a war between God and Elam that God judges them. I believe he'll use Israel to do it. And there's gonna be a Gog and Magog war where God is gonna destroy them himself and glorify himself. And so these are two things that are happening. And God loves the Arab people. He loves the, the Persian people. Uh, he hates the leadership. He hates this evil leadership that has set themselves up against God and has, uh, has vowed against Israel to destroy Israel. And so we're gonna see what happens, but we know this, God's gonna win. And this is another end time sign that we see happening. All the world is focused on this. Right now, Iran is the number one source of international anxiety in the world related to their nuclear program, even beyond Israel, even beyond Russia in some ways but they're the number one source of, of just antagonism and anxiety in the Middle East. And I believe this issue is gonna be resolved very soon. If you're not a subscriber, we're gonna go to the subscriber portion of the program right now. I want you to become a subscriber of endtimes.com. It is $7 a month, $77 a year. For that, you get the whole Tipping Point show. I'm about to talk about some issues in the news and also answer questions from our subscribers. Become a subscriber, $7 a month, $77 a year, go to endtimes.com and subscribe. And we have videos and articles that come out all week long from Dr. Mark Hitchcock, Greg Laurie, myself. We have all kinds of content here and you also get all of our archives. So it's a wonderful way uh, to go on and find out more. And we also have a seven day free trial. You can go on and just try us out for seven days and see if you like it. But endtimes.com, $7 a month, $77 a year. We would love to have you be a subscriber with us. If you are a subscriber and you're on YouTube, you need to go to endtimes.com to watch the rest of this program or respond to the emails that we send to you. You can't see the whole thing here on YouTube. God bless you. I'll see you next time.